You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock, flag, and eagle! All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Austin, Texas, and we have Dakota back on again. Say what's up, Dakota. Hey, what's up? Dakota Drake 4 here, coming south of Atlanta, Georgia. Glad to be back, dude. Yeah, we're glad to have you back, except we weren't expecting to have you back. No, I got the call last minute. I had to sub in. Sometimes, you know, drivers got to make decisions, and they got to hop in and do that thing. Literally last minute. I know everybody was probably not expecting Dakota, just like I wasn't expecting Dakota. Uh, what happened was we're doing our little co-host contest. It's like a rotation of potential co-hosts, right? Dakota, episode one, great episode. Tonight's co-host had to pay a last second because of work. Understandable. It happens. We have lives. Um, so... Dakota got the hidden immunity idol, got the callback, <laughs> whatever American Idol does. I don't know, but uh, we're glad to have him back. I will say it does bode well for his odds to uh, to come back already in episode three. I'll take every chance I can get. Well, yeah, you better. Because, <laughs> I mean, hey, Colton did great. I, knocked it out of the park. Hey, last yeah, episode. dude. I set it up and he freaking knocked it out of the park. Exactly. I watched that episode. I was like, damn, dude, he freaking doing all the shout outs. Shout out, Colton. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Colton, you just got another shout out. You didn't even have to be on the show this time. So for our audio listeners that don't get to see our beautiful faces, we are wearing shades to block <laughs> out the haters. Uh, no, but for Miami this weekend, although, you know, Dakota got lazy with his T-shirt. I put on the Hawaiian shirt, went all out. I'm sure uh, Colton probably would have went all out as well, but it's Buy fine. Buy a plane ticket. Buy a plane um, ticket. <laughs> So, yeah, we went all out. We're ready. We're Will Smith ready for Miami. 
being vendido sala miami i think that's the lyrics right finally our first oval i feel like like you know we had the 500 it's 500 and then the road course was totally different for second race and now it's like all right we're getting into the meat of the season let's see who's got it yeah exactly it's going to be interesting this weekend so i guess we'll just dive right into talking about miami uh the fact that you know, we, we got a super speedway and then we got a road course back to back. We still haven't seen an intermediate race. This is going to be pretty telling. Uh, do you have any picks, anybody that you like for this race? Oh, well, it's like, it's so hard. Cause there was, you know, their aero package they have was going to be like last year with the low or the high down force, low horsepower. Uh, so I feel like it could be a little, I feel like we saw a little different race last year where uh, Hamlin won it and you didn't really have your same contenders, everybody's throwing out big dog Kyle Larson going to come and rain hell supreme with that new Hendrix car. Uh, Larson was always great there on the old package. He didn't get to race Homestead last year, so I'm really curious how he's going to do and how he's going to fare with this. Like It might take him half the race to get used to it, but everyone knows he runs the high line, but he's never won there, so I don't really get the, the full hype. Tyler Reddick, he's really good at the high line. He finished fourth there last year. He had that little last lap mistake where he thought it was the last lap, but it was the white flag. That's right. Everybody remembers that one. Uh, but, I mean, those Literally two Literally a rookie out. mistake. Those two stand out immediately. But, I mean, of course, you have Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin, your, you know, Oval Masters from last year. Uh, I'm curious where they're going to sit. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on Kyle Busch. I mean, 2019 champ. He won there two years ago or two races ago there. So, I mean, I think he's going to come out for vengeance this year. I mean, you can never sleep on Kyle Busch. By the way, already on my second beer. Mexican hey. beer, of course, because oh. I'm dressed in Miami gear. What is it, Takate? No. Mar- or Modelo? Modelo. Yeah. Hey, I was close. I, God, I was going to say that first. One of those crawfish koozies that you have no idea where you got it from. Shout out Rockport yeah. Boat Club in Rockport, Texas. Uh, Dude, me and my old lady. found koozie. Me and my old lady, we could, or like I have 100 Kevin koozies and NASCAR koozies, but like anywhere, time we go somewhere, if like they have koozies, we're like, get a koozie. We have like a big bucket under our sink just full of koozies. Same. I have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like every good American should, a big bucket full of koozies underneath. You never know which one you're And then I have like three that are my faves. But if someone's yeah, like, hey, man, you got a koozie? I'm like, gotcha. Yeah. I think I probably bought like two or three koozies in my life and then i just find <laughs> random koozies like this rockport crawfish boil one hey. yeah first fourth annual rockfish crawfish boil hey, um, who you got for homestead yeah who so i think hold on my dogs are barking down cinnamon down hey stop <laughs> stop great content great content yeah, I got my Rottweilers barking in the background. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I think you make a really good point about Kyle Larson because the first thing that comes to my head is like, Kyle Larson's back. Let's see if he can finally do it. Um, you know, this is the track that he'll do it at. If he makes his big comeback or not, he's in good equipment this year. I mean, he gave it hell last week at the road course. I was very surprised how he was running. But you make a good point, and I didn't even think about it until I looked it up recently. He's never actually won in Miami. For whatever oh. reason, I always ha- I had in my head, I was like, yeah, he's won a couple times in Miami. No, he's actually never won in Miami. Uh, the best, the 
he, he just races well there because he always goes high. Um, but yeah, with this new package, you're right. It, it's going to be totally different. I want to say the best shot he had there. I think it was it was 2017 or 28. I think it was 2017. Yeah, when Truex exactly won. what you're talking. He about. had the best shot. Like he 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 dominated like half the race, and he the way they cycled out on the last green flag stops. He took tires later, and he was mowing down the front two. It was Truex and Kyle Busch, I think. And he ran them down and caught him. And he literally said, like, he didn't want to interfere. They're battling for the championship. He didn't want to, like, pass them or mess them up or even interfere with their battle. So he literally backed off and finished third on purpose. Like, he ran them down, caught them, could have passed them, probably won the race at Homestead. And he said he's like, they're battling for a championship. I'm not messing with the race. Yeah. And he backed off. And it was like but notorious that, good guy, Kyle Larson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The great Kyle Larson. I mean, and he's great. He runs great there, but yeah, people give does. it to him like, well, Larson's gonna win this race. And it's like, dude, he's never won there. Why are you? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's good at he's good at racing it, but with this package, I feel like drivability kind of takes it out of it. It's more of who can keep the momentum going the longest. Yeah, yeah. I think you're referring to 2017 with when Martin Truex Jr. won there. Yeah, don't fact um, check me, y'all, but it's somewhere one of one of the years, one of the teens. I would say, yeah, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch are two pretty safe picks. Those guys have won a whole lot there, or at least more than Hell, once. Christopher so. Bell's got plenty of momentum. I'm really curious how they got Adam Stevens as crew chief. I mean, he's a great crew chief, and then you got Bell. They're throwing everything at the twenty car. Clearly, mm-hmm. from last week, you could tell. Mm-hmm. But like, where are they going to stand as Gibbs as a whole on intermediates? That's um, the thing. I'm not willing to like throw the kitchen sink at Christopher Bell quite yet. I need to see him in an intermediate. Let's see how he does. Uh, He did run a really good race last week, but, you know, and and even beyond Miami, you know, Homestead's kind of a weirder track itself as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to need to see, like, what the next four tracks are intermediate. So that's one we'll be able to see. But, yeah, I mean, I think Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin are pretty safe picks. But I also, Uh like the kind of dark horse that you said, Tyler Reddick, that's an interesting choice as well. Yeah. Very curious how he's I'm curious how RCR is a whole, you know, how they're going to have with speed. Uh, you know, Reddick's going to be fast, but uh, where's Austin Dillon going to stack up? He's going to be right there with him. I can see him getting a solid top 10 out of it. Um, Michael McDowell surprisingly got two top tens in a row. Can he keep it going? I mean, I, he's really not usually there on the intermediates or has speed to match these guys, but he's got luck on his side. It seems. And um, he's rolling. So I'm. I've just pulled up the Vegas odds, oh. and um, we're pretty close with like the Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch picks. But it looks like Vegas once again wants to go with Kevin Harvick. They, I think Vegas loves Kevin Harvick. They just they uh, love his odds in every single race, regardless. It's it's hard out here for a pimp. And I heard all that shit you were talking on the last podcast you did with Colton. Yeah, you're like you're like fuck Kevin Harvick. Fuck no, no, Kevin and I was Harvick. like I was like. He didn't say any of that to me. No, I could just. I told you that stuff before we recorded. You were like, you were like, I don't like Kevin, but that was like all you said. And then Colton, you were like, he's an asshole. He, he is an asshole. Shit. He ain't shit. And I was like, I was listening. Okay, like, first of all, wow. I said he is easily the top five driver right now. Yeah, easily one of the best drivers right now, hands down. He's the close. old man, dude. But he's a bitch. I would whoop that dude's ass. Probably they probably. I mean, but but the problem is. I don't care if I'd whoop his ass. The problem is he thinks that he's tough and he talks shit, but he never fights. That's what I don't like about Kevin Harvick. Well, another thing you're talking about as we go on our side tangent is like, I feel like young Kevin Harvick was would would like he would buck around. That's the thing. He doesn't really do it anymore. He's he had he had a married man has a kid. He's got kids now. He's an old man. Like 
He doesn't. He doesn't even get in confrontations anymore. He kind of just does his own thing. Yeah. And to I, be I, honest, I think I cling on to my hatred of Kevin Harvick because weirdly, um, over the past I would say like five, six years, I've started to hate drivers less and less. I don't know why. Dude, I used to way. hate drivers a whole lot more. I hated Joey Logano. I hated Kyle I, Busch. I hated Kevin I used Hart. to hate Kyle Busch. I used to hate Jimmy Johnson. I was like, because yeah, every race everybody I did. went to, he won. Right. But then as he got older in Larry's career, I was, you know, I was like, what a, the goat, man. Is there any what driver an right now that you hated as much as you did like five years ago, though? No, not at all. See? Like, there's I something going on. I, I'm cool with all the, dri- like, I mean, there's drivers I'm like, ugh, I've seen him win so much. But then, like, right, of course. There, yeah, there's yeah. not any guys I hate. But when I was younger, I guess maybe it's maturity. I don't know. When I was younger, I used to be like, fuck you. I fucking hate that guy. I hate watching him win or something You know what like I that. think it is? I think it's what? social media. We came into the age of social media where That's we can connect with true. these drivers all the time. Then you're like, you know what? Maybe Joey Logano isn't as much of an asshole as I thought he was. Maybe he's just a normal guy that you still wins only and see wrecks on TV. people. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You And he, you know, right after a race, you, they put a camera in his face. And so we'll say something. And that's the last you hear of him for a week. So you fucking hate him. Social media, you just like see it all the time. And I think it's made me not hate drivers as much, which is kind of disappointing. I miss the age of hatred. One thing I used to always preach about was like the Speed Channel young kid fan days was like you did like you could get on the Internet and like look up stuff. But like you really I mean, unless you were like a hardcore fan, you really didn't know what was going on until preseason thunder came around and the cl- or bud shootout came around. And they did the drawing and drivers were up there with a new sponsor jacket right. or yep. hat or their new ride. They were in a new car. And like back then you only had like maybe one guy went to a different team or, you know, somebody got a new number or a new sponsor. Very rarely. It wasn't like 12 guys are in different rides every year. Also, like there was a lot now. more money in the sport back then. So sponsors yes. wanted to stick around. But, like, back then, dude, you'd be like, oh, shit, I didn't know he's sponsored by DeWalt now. I didn't know I didn't know Budweiser went to Case Kane. You know, you, you saw that, and you were, like, glued to the TV. But now, like, I know what's happening next year in June. Like, you find all this stuff out immediately on Twitter or Instagram. Right. Like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, I got to get the news. Like, every, every day there's something popping up. Like, oh, this is happening. Oh, this is happening. Yeah, I agree. And it is it is weird. It's a totally different era of NASCAR. I miss mm-hmm. the hatred era. I wish I want NASCAR. Who is it? Vince McMahon. I want him to come into NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR needs Vince McMahon so he can like stage up some hatred again. Just be like, hey, Kyle Bush, get on Twitter and just like be a dickhead to people. That would be hilarious. Dude, I have a good story from Bristol. I was like 13 or 14, you know, just a dumbass kid. And I remember I hated Jim Johnson. He was one, it was like we won four or five in a right, row. Right, everybody like, did. Yeah, everybody you either hated him or loved him. Either you were yes. a Jimmy Johnson fan or you were the rest of NASCAR. That was but it. we were we were at Bristol. My dad used to have season tickets back when in its heyday. And um we went like driver intros that come in and out of this tunnel. If you've been to Bristol, everybody knows like they come across the track and you can stand there and be like, hey, hey, and they'll look or they won't give a shit and they'll walk right by. But I remember it was like it was like it was way before the race or something. And it was kind of it what it was loud there, but it was quiet enough you could yell. And Jimmy Johnson was walking by with track canals. And I was like, dude, there's Jimmy Johnson, there's Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> and I said, Hey, Jimmy. And I, I yelled and it like echoed. And he like snapped his head up and looked. And I went, Fuck you. <laughs> and I remember making eye contact with him. Like, I said, Fuck you. And like, yeah, I remember his face was like, 
little motherfucker. And like, he kept walking. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I remember his day. And then now I'm like, why did I do that? He was such a nice guy. Like, he's an amazing driver. I know. It's come like, out that he's like, he's yeah. just a nice but guy. But back then, I was yeah. like, I can't stand you. I hope you fucking die. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I always It was like professional that. wrestling back then. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was real life professional wrestling where you hated guys so much. And you've kind of looked back and you're like, why did I Dude. hate him again? I don't really... I, don't, I used I don't to be that know. way with Kyle Bush because, like, he was winning all the time and everybody right. hated Kyle right. Bush. And it was yeah. just like, fuck Kyle Bush. But then now I'm like, dude, the dude's amazing. Like, he, we are witnessing greatness. Like, he's an amazing right. driver. I appreciate Kyle Bush. But at the same time, I do think Kyle Bush is a dud. Um, I just, we need drivers with pizzazz. I mean, mm-hmm. we, Noah Gragson's like trying, like, I like Noah. Uh, I've met him a bunch of times and stuff, but like, He's do he's doing more than a lot of guys are, but we need like I want drivers to get in fights. I want drivers to cuss on right. TV. I want drivers to, you know, show some personality. All right. Well, Shake. here, here's here's something I'll throw at you. Hate him or love him. Bubba Wallace does do those things. Yes, he does. He, well, he that, goes out and he says he talks, he talks his mind. Remember yeah. when he threw the water on Alex Bowman? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he does I all love- that shit that you're saying you you want in NASCAR. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Yeah. And that, and that's another thing is too, is like, like I, was, I think I said another day, it's like, I love Bubba on the track, but off the track, I'm like, Bubba, please be quiet. But then that's good. Like we have an into Exactly. I, I don't. I like Bubba. I, I, it's like a, I'm dead on the fence with Bubba. I don't like I, Bubba. I, wanna, I don't like him. I, I don't. Ever I, since he threw the water too at Alex, I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. He does seem like an yeah, asshole. Yeah, it was kind of shitty. I think Bubba should. I mean, I think he should lean into it. But I mean, I don't know. Enough people like love him and hold him up as an idol now. It's, I don't think it would work. Well, then you get but. you get down the road with all these other issues. And it's like, look, I like Bubba. I'm all for like everybody else be, be friends and have a good time. But then I'm also like, dude, stay the fuck off CNN. What are you doing? Right. Uh, but you know, it's, there's this and that. But I, I like see, like I want to see him do good. I don't want to see him do bad. But then other people are like, Bubba's gonna win this week, and I'm like, this new, this is this team's third race. Like they're still getting, make sure all the nuts and bolts are tight. Like let's pump the brakes. So actually, I do want to go down a Bubba rabbit hole and okay. hope that neither of us get canceled. So we're gonna do it very elegantly, dude. I ain't scared. Um, <laughs> to wrap it up though, 
for Miami. I was just going to say, we'll, we'll wrap up Miami, move on. Um, your Tyler Reddick pick is at plus, plus 2,800. So that's another thing. I'm like, where can I bet like 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like where, where are these bets at? Or then mm-hmm. you're like, you'll see someone like, Oh, they bet on Christopher Bell for this and they won 20 grand. I'm like, where was where can I do that? At? <laughs> I just don't know enough. I'm I'm just now shout out garage guys. I'm just getting slowly getting into this whole betting thing. They're winning big money and stuff. And I'm like, hey, can I here, spare a cup of change, please, sir? Um <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm baby, baby getting into it. Well, yeah, and when it comes to betting too, I'm just like I'm a terrible better because I never actually take the smart ones. I would throw a hundred dollars on Tyler Reddick, and that's the only bet I make the day. And I'll just and then, lose a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that was stupid. But if I would have won, I would have won huge, but I never do. That's why yeah. it's plus twenty eight fucking hundred. Uh I have this bad analogy I use all the time when it comes to like not spending a hundred dollars, but if I spend like just a little bit of money, I'll be like, I'll be like, Oh, that's only thirty bucks, I'll do that. Or that's only fifteen bucks, I'll yeah, I'll do that. I'll be like, I spend that at on lunch and at the gas station every day. What's it matter? But then I'm like, the, my wallet's like, stop it, please. Stop. Right, exactly. You probably should have just threw the $100 and felt yeah. cautious about it. Okay, so Miami, we're saying Denny Hamlin, Kyle Bush, Tyler Reddick, Dark Horse, anybody else? I'm curious. We, I mean, we've seen a little bit from him. My boy, Ross Chastain, he's a wheel man. I'm curious that 42's got speed. Kyle Larson in the 42 was always fast at Homestead. Uh, Ross Chastain can drive. I'm curious if he'll be a 15th place driver or he might be up there in the top five mixing it up. I keep I'm, an I'm eye still on not on the Ross Chastain thing. I, I, I did, can't get um, on it. He hasn't just shown anything to me, honestly. Well, I was all about him in the Ganassi X, or Xfinity days and like he was kind of getting the shot and then the whole DC solar thing blew up and he, mm-hmm. he kind of got screwed and mm-hmm. had to start over. And that I was, was crazy. Like, and I was like, cool. And I met Ross Chastain at Atlanta. A Very nice ago. guy. And he was super nice. Incredibly was like, nice guy. I've talked to him a drive. couple times. Yep. Yeah, he's super nice. So, And then, you know, the whole farmer thing. I was like, that's cool, dude. So I was like, I just kind of got my eye on him. Like, I like Ross. I mean, he's he's not, he's a potential, like, down the road candidate. He walked past me. What was it? Like, Kansas? I think he had a truck win that weekend or something. And I was doing interviews and I'm an nobody, and he walked past me, and I was just like, hey, good truck race, man. And he stopped and, like, came up to me and started talking to me. And he's like, hey, oh, thanks, awesome. man. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he didn't have to do that. That was very nice yeah. of him. I was that's just, so cool. you know, giving a little shout across the way. Uh, very yeah. nice guy. It's just when yeah. it comes to, like, driving, I just I need to see it from him before I can get on board. Well, you remember that I, there was a Darlington race where him and Kevin Harvick went at it and he wrecked, they both wrecked and yeah. Kevin got all pissed off at him. <laughs> and then you would think, I'm Harvick. not, I'm yeah, I'm not a typical <laughs> fan either where I'm like, well, he wrecked Kevin. I don't like him. No, mm-hmm. I was like, he was going toe to toe with Kevin. That was badass. Yeah, that is badass. And he you back, should go toe to toe with him. Yeah, Kevin Harvick's one of the best out there. That was, I didn't realize like, that was another reason I was like, yeah, dude, Ross, like, Nut up or shut up. He threw it in there and slammed. He's been around a while, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, he's been that up too. and down. Like so, he's been around. He's finally getting. He's finally getting a shot at a fast, a decent cup ride. I just want to see what he can do. I agree. I I'd be interested. I'd be happy for him. He does well. Yeah. Just I every week I hear his name thrown out, and I'm like, when has he done anything? We have these young guys right now that are in the 
Cup Series, Tyler Reddick, also, Christopher they, Bell, fucking Ryan Priest right now that are like doing things that are yeah. making moves. And I have yet to see him make that move. That's another thing I'm big on. Like, I'm kind of big on social. Like, I like Ross Chastain, but I'm not wearing a fucking McDonald's hat. Like, yeah, I would wear it. I would, you know what I would wear? This exact hat, green with just a watermelon on it. Or is that they got? Oh, well, that was one thing at Daytona. I don't know if they make that, his, but they should. Is all at I'm Daytona. Like, I, I looked at some of his, hat. I looked at some of his merch, and it was like all watermelon stuff. Right. And I was like, I was like, if I wear that like to work, people are like, what the hell? No, yeah, doing? they have to know because it's like a joke. Yeah. You know, if if they're not in on the joke, you look like an idiot. But yeah. if they're in on it, it's kind of funny. It's the watermelon meme. Yeah. So, I wanted to go down this rabbit hole. And Bubba's kind of related in it. Have you seen know. the headline of Alvin Kamara saying that he's going to pay people to go to races with him just to like show them that NASCAR yeah, dude, is fun? I've always like, I, you would think as an Atlanta fan, I'm not, I don't like the Saints, but also I'm a, I'm a freaking weirdo. And I, I like Atlanta. And I well, like what's the your Saints. college team? I, dude, I, I guess by default would be Georgia, but I do like, I really, I'm really don't give a shit about college football. That's very weird. Is I yeah. thought all the South cared more about college football. Dude, Maybe it's just my, Texas. I, I don't like, know. A lot of my really close friends are like bleed red and black. Yeah, George, George. I'm dogs. like I'm like NFL man. You know, I'm a fan of the Texans. Yeah. That's fine. College football though is like a whole nother well, level. So that is I, weird to hear from somebody from the South. Say before the we before we start down that hole too is like one of my best buds is he, like he he knows just as much about college football as I do NASCAR and he like. So I've kind of been like, he's the one I took to Talladega and he liked Ryan Blaney. I've kind of been like, hey, man, NASCAR, come on, watch. Yep. And I, then with me, he's been like, all right, you know, this is what the dogs are doing. Dude. And I've been like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll lean towards the dogs. Uh, well, another thing, too, is I noticed is, is like every time I try to like, all right, I'm like, you know, I'm going to watch college football. It's like Alabama, 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 Alabama. And I'm like, dude, how do y'all watch this shit? Like every time I watch Alabama wins and it's like. Yeah, there's like what 130 other teams. <laughs> That's yeah, just one team. There's so I many other know. games, and the college football is just like game after game after game. It's incredible. Alvin anyway. Kamara was awesome. He played for Tennessee, and he right. plays for the Saints now. Right. He's a badass running back. Dude. Yeah. He's really fun to watch, and I yeah. think he's cool. He's like, I think he's like 22, 23 or something. But he's kind of yeah, like he young got drafted boy what, like there. 17, I think. So yeah, yeah he's, he's young. He's wilding. And then I remember he went to Homestead last year, and he was like, "Yo, what's NASCAR about?" I think uh I think Bub Wallace kind of brought a lot of different mm-hmm. views to NASCAR, and uh he he's immediately and it was kind of like he was posting stuff like yeah man NASCAR's cool and you know like who hasn't seen that but then it's like this is like the fourth or fifth race he's gone to now they, they he went to the five hundred and like he's consistently coming back to NASCAR races and then that he sponsored Ryan Vargas at the um, road course race and the Xfinity race and then now he's he's getting vocal he's doing interviews with Bob Pockris and he's like. Yo, I want to get my friends to go. I'm I, if my friend, I will pay for my friends to go to races. And it's like, dude, he's like legitimately about it. Like he's so he's not he's not faking this. Yeah, and I want to discuss the paying the friends and stuff because we've all been there to try to convince people NASCAR is cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm my telling y'all. right. I guess my thought on this is, you know, I know he came kind of more into NASCAR after the band of the Confederate flag, Bubba Wallace got really outspoken about NASCAR trying to get more black community involved. And in interviews that I've seen and articles that I've read, he's like, yeah, you know, I I never thought I would be NASCAR, but I go and I feel safe. And I guess my only issue with all this is that they're making it seem like just now it's okay. 
but like five years dude, ago it wasn't and that's what bugs me because it's like thank you so much because it's I'm like so dude i go to races at, at talladega every single year and there's a lot yeah. of black people there and you know yes. i'm not like i'm not saying like oh you know we need to all get confederate flags but what i'm saying is you know this was before the ban and you could go to races well, and dude it's such a touchy subject it's just i know too. it's a touchy subject that's why i say i, I don't want to get us canceled my but yeah. my thing is like it's a sport predominantly in the south you know the south is has large black communities like you go to these yeah. southern races and you always i've always seen black people at the races um i get that maybe that they say that they have different experiences but they keep coming back every year so i'm like i mean and then on top of that michael jordan in the daytona 500 interview talked about how he grew up he grew up in a town right like probably 10 minutes from where my family's from in eastern mm-hmm. north carolina and he was talking about how his dad used to take him to, you know, Rockingham and Darlington and Charlotte every single year. And he yeah. grew up in the 60s. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not trying to like say like, you know, there wasn't racism. Obviously there was racism. I'm not like making an argument against that. My point is though, that his dad, who was an adult in the 60s, a father, was going to, to take regularly to going to NASCAR races my father who was you know an adult in the 80s and stuff in north carolina regularly went to nascar races uh and he even told me a story about uh convincing one of his coworkers to come who was a black guy that moved down to north carolina and he had the same idea like this is you know yeah. i don't want to go get lynched there you know confederate flags and he said he brought him and he became you know a huge fan of rusty wallace and like a fan of nascar and so i guess my whole thing about all this is like it wasn't just recently that it was okay. Like we always wanted y'all to come yeah, in NASCAR. We've it, never been. I totally agree. I don't know. Probably. Like, obviously there is racism out there, but I've never once been to a race and seen anyone saying and, and anything negative my entire life about any race. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe they'll eight. call that white privilege. I'm sure they will. Oh Lord. But I, I literally, I had like, I had to argue. I've been in some group messages with friends about NASCAR and stuff. And we had some arguments about stuff or just debating, really. But it's like, dude, I mean, you can go down a whole fucking timeline of a few people talking about Confederate flag and stuff, whatever. I, you know, I'm not black. I don't know their point of view. You know, you're not white. You don't know my point of view, whatever. But it's like, dude, black people, I've been going to races since I was a little kid. And I've seen, you know, tons of, you know, white people, black people, right. Asian people. I see right. all kinds of people. It's like all it's different Georgia tracks. and Alabama. What do you expect? Yeah. You know, those and, states are like pretty split. And, yeah. But um, I always seen all kinds of NASCAR and everybody's like we talked about Todd Eggers a good time. It's like NASCAR's a family. It doesn't matter what color right. you are. Right. It, everybody gets along. Everybody gets, but on the outsider point of view, people that don't go to races or go, you know much about NASCAR, they, they get this, you know, they see oh, rednecks and confederate it's flags rednecks, it's yeah. the good old boys yeah, right, and right, it's right, right. Re, you know rebel flags and stuff and they're you know, oh no we're you know black people aren't welcome to those and it's like dude, right. we have, there's a black drive there's multiple black drivers right there's been black like, drivers before bubba the back I mean, in hopefully the day it'll be after i don't care one way or the other you know and but it's cool. like it wasn't it wasn't a problem why are y'all talking about it like there was a problem like like Hey, there's no problem. Why are y'all making a problem? Like, there's nothing yeah. to talk about. That's how it, I felt it didn't about even, it. It didn't and... even have to be talked about. And then now we're talking about it. And then, and then I've seen stuff on Twitter where people are like, "I finally can be safe at a NASCAR." <laughs> yeah, that's what drives me like, crazy. What, what are you? I'm talking like, about? dude. I have camped out at Talladega with multiple yeah. races of people with fraternity brothers of every race, 
mm-hmm. and we always have a good time. I have no idea what they're talking about. And I was in a campsite in Talladega with a, a black person and a white guy that wore had a, the Confederate flag tank top. And we were all hanging out, having a good I've time. Seen, and it, and I understand that races where, yeah. And I understand flags. that maybe they, those two might, you know, personally have completely different opinions, stuff like that. But at that race, at that time, everyone seemed happy. Everyone had a yeah. good time. There was no, nothing was racial about it. And so I guess that, I mean, well, I'm, I I'm happy cold. that he's interested in NASCAR. I love the fact yeah. that he wants to come. It's just, I don't like this narrative that it's like it, five years I, ago or two years ago, whatever uh you know it wasn't safe for you but now it is because we've deemed yeah. it okay now oh yeah it's it's 2020 culture as a whole the cancel right. community right all this crap and you can't say this and you can't say that and you know if you posted something like this five years ago your page is getting blocked and it's like dude when the hell did everything get so sensitive like and just look, for I us know- trying to have an open discussion about this we'll probably get in trouble just because yeah, we're trying well, to talk about know, it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have friends that I'm like, they'll, they'll say stuff in the group messages. And I'll be like, why don't you post that? And I'll be like, well, I don't want people to get right. mad at me or cancel right. me. And right. I'll be like, well, you're not don't allowed be a to pu- talk about things. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. I mean, it's different if you got people paying you to do this stuff. Right. But like, I don't. And I'm like, I'll post whatever I want. I, what are they going to do? Unfollow me? I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. And um, there's a much but heavier I mean, topic than I wanted to go down. Obviously, I like to keep this podcast lighthearted don't like talk, hey, politics anything like that one but love, i just alvin camara bubba wallace yeah. everybody's good so i'm happy that he's interested yeah. in nascar i think it's great um hell yeah and i guess my point w- with this article is that he's willing to pay friends to go to races and uh-huh. have you ever been in a situation where you've been <laughs> convincing your friends so hard you're almost like look dude like i'll pay for your ticket just like come and you will like it i promise my buddy last year, I told you about Taldega. Like, I, I was like, hey, man, like, you want to go? And he was kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess. And I was like, I just, hey, I already bought you a ticket. So you're going. I was like, I bought the tickets so now you have to go. And then he went and he had the best time, fought Ryan Blaney shit. Uh, I mean, I've had several times where, like, I'm like, I'm like hey, you want to go? I'll buy a ticket. I'll buy a ticket right now. If you want to go, I'll go. I'll get it. But, uh, it's, and it's always like, I'm like, why am I having to, it, it's another thing like, I don't know why NASCAR gets this weird outsider look, but I'm like, why, why am I having to almost like beg you to go? Why? Like it's fast cars racing. Like it's badass. Yeah. It's, it's a great well, Cause time. NASCAR has been running to the ground. You know, yeah. obviously the France family has fallen apart <laughs> from what it used to be, but Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. You know, when that headline came out, I was like, yo, Alvin, I feel for you, dog. We all, every NASCAR fan in yeah. the world understands what you're trying to say. 
Like I'm willing yeah. to pay for you to come and experience this because I promise like five out of 10 of you at least will get hooked and you'll love it because yeah. it's just NASCAR is great. It's just, you got to go experience it. And this is well, another thing last episode. Another thing I thought about too, is like, you know, how you jumped on and sponsored Ryan Vargas. It was like, you know, let's, we're not going to be bashful. These, like us football playing buddies, they're all millionaires. They all mm-hmm. have right. a lot of money. Right. But what if they were like, they were willing, like, hey, man, this is cool. I want to sponsor a car too. Hey, you're sponsoring a car. I, I bet my sponsored car will beat your sponsored car. Or Some more good so, friendly gamesmanship. There's more, more importantly, flowing. what if they want to get involved and like own a team, right? Because other too. than just, because what are they sponsoring really? Like themselves, that's weird. But they could all yeah. collectively be like, dude, you know, 10 of us were all millionaires. Over. We could buy a car. Like, yeah. And pay someone to run the team. That would be really cool. That's like my pipeline dream for myself. (laughs) If I'm ever a millionaire, I'm going to probably a billionaire at this point, but I'm going to own my own NASCAR team. Everyone's like, I can't, I'd love to own a sports team. I'm like, I want to own a NASCAR team. That would be the coolest. Well, they always say too, though, like if you're in this for the money, you're not in the right Right. sport. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, It would literally just be for fun. It would just be. You got to have the money to blow. Because I just love NASCAR. I'd love to be in the community, but dude. We all feel That's all I ever wanted to do is feel, feel for you, Alvin. We've been there. Um, Shout out. Alvin hope Camaro. you get more of your teammates to races. That would be great. We love Hell everybody yeah. uh, being part of the NASCAR community. That's, that was one thing too, is like, I wish I like he got into this, you know, during COVID is like, I wish he could have seen, you know, a, a yeah, 2014 man. race, a 2010 race, or like even just yeah, been three there, years ago, even just been, been in like 2016 or yeah. 17, even been like in that a race was... with full grandstands, full yep. pre-race ceremonies. Like he's only seen COVID racing in his book. That's it. Like imagine if point. he had the at, the atmosphere of all like electric fans and you know everything popping off. I think he'd really I, be even more into it. I think a good example of that was like uh, Dave Portnoy. When NASCAR yeah. brought Barstool in, what was Dude, that they, last they year were, or whatever? They were, they were like, I was literally like enough, or the whole frat community and everything's one thing, coming to races for fun. Right. But like Barstool was huge for NASCAR. I was like, dude, this is great. This is really like exposure. I don't know whatever. why they didn't keep that up. Obviously, there's a business think, side to it that I don't understand. Yeah, I think it something didn't went wrong and they right. butted heads with something mm-hmm. like Dave Portnoy's posting wild ass shit. NASCAR was like, ooh. That's the thing with, with Barstool, you have to be on board with that. You have to be yeah. like, He's but dude, gonna be I was saying like, crazy shit, but like when they this first started getting on, I was like, th- I was like, this is huge. This is this is gonna be great for NASCAR, mm-hmm. and it was like I was seeing more and more people at races. I was seeing more NASCAR posts and stuff, and right. I was like, dude, and Bar and Barstool was doing the whole like, dude, NASCAR's awesome. This is badass, and then they're getting millions of views on their Barstool page, and it's like all these people are like, yo, NASCAR's. I know people are like, I thought NASCAR was dead. Like I thought NASCAR right. sucked. I'm like, I'm like, you haven't watched races lately, have you? And, uh, I mean, they were getting all kinds of exposure, and then it just shit the drain. But, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think Dave Portnoy is a good example of this. A guy that, you know, where did he grow up? Like, New York? I think Jersey or something. Yeah, uh, I, you know, New England area. Uh, Boston? Is he from Boston? Yeah, he's from Boston. Yeah, he might, right. yeah. He's from Boston, because that's where Barstool started. So, he's got to have grown up yeah. around Boston. All right, Northern, so this Northeasterner kid, you know. Yeah. Definitely the opposite of what you would expect for a NASCAR fan to be. Yeah. And a person that loves sports, but no interest in NASCAR, no knowledge of NASCAR, nothing. And he comes to some races and, you yeah. know, he could have just been saying this because he was getting paid, but you know, it seemed like he I'm genuinely not- enjoyed himself. He walked away with a nickname, Davey Daytona. I mean, yeah, 
the guy seemed to enjoy time, himself. I met him a few times at uh, Talladega. I met him the first two, and I met him at Bristol. I got a picture of him every time. I got a couple of pictures of Dylan, but I remember like the first time they went to Talladega, they did a bunch of videos on YouTube. But the first time oh, we seen him the at Talladega I, videos, yeah, yeah, I did. I seen him at Talladega, and they were walking around filming. And he's, I'm like, he's just walking around on the boulevard, right? Just yep. like, they got a camera and a microphone. And he's just walking up interviewing people. And I went, and it was a Friday night too, because you know Saturday night is the more turnt night on the boulevard. Oh, okay. So he was but, out there Friday but night. It was yeah. a Friday night, and it, Friday night to me is always the warm up for tomorrow night. Like mm-hmm. Friday night, right, like, right, right. They, you ain't seen nothing. And he was walking around like, this is wild. This is crazy. And he was sitting there, and we're you know going stage to stage. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm gonna say something to him. I was like, hey man, if you think this is cool, I was like, you ought to you ought to come here tomorrow night. So I was like, Saturday night's the night. He was like, oh Saturday nights like when it's probably I was like, yeah, this is like this is like the pregame for tomorrow night. Right, exactly. And, uh, he was like, oh shit. And I was that was funny. Like I, I, every time I've met him, I took a picture with him. I'm like, dude, this is a millionaire just walking around in Talladega, Alabama, with all these rednecks and everybody just drunk, having a fun. I'm like half people didn't even know who he was. Dude, he looked. This is gonna go on YouTube, so I'm trying to figure out how to put this PG. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Blow? Oh, one of my faves, dude. Yeah, Johnny he looked Depp. like he looked like he might have been been involved. Oh, in an yeah. activity that takes place in that movie a lot of oh it, yeah and then a oh, lot yeah. of this combined because i'm watching yeah. his videos and his eyes are like <laughs> he's you know oh, walking yeah. up an interview and he was like man that picture is awesome yeah yeah all the other youtube videos were like great content where i was like oh right. yeah that's today that's like the content friend. i've been wanting to make forever but dude, obviously I, i'm not paid by nascar to go out there I told friends, I'm like, oh, dude, just watch some of these. Watch some of these videos. Here, I got a picture. I don't know how freaking clear you're gonna see it. It's not very clear, but oh, get clear. <laughs> His white ass face. Bright? He looks like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Nice. That was the nice. first time I met him. Was he nice? Was just like, yeah, dude. Hey, that's one thing. I'm like, dude, I'm talking like the owner of Barstool. And like, I'm on the boulevard in Talladega and he's just right. walking around like nobody's even talking to him. He's just walking around by himself, got the camera on him. And I'm like, hey, man, what's like, what's up, dude? And just dabbed him up. And he's like, hey, man, cool. Like, it was wild. And that's the race you have to go to. I remember him tweeting out that uh, during that time, too. He was like, here's my skill tool is like Daytona and um, yeah. Talladega. He was getting. He was getting all into it, and I think I think some business deal went bad, or so. it was some sort of publicity thing. Yeah, because he did like a Twitter poll or something, asking people what other race he should attend, and I think everyone unanimously was like, "Go to Bristol." Yeah, if you've gone to those other two, that's got to be your. That next was the other one. time I met him was the the night race at Bristol. Okay, he was walking through the little. That's the thing. He was going NASCAR races, and they're they're just giving passes, and like he just goes walk around wherever he wanted right. to. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, I've heard Chicago's fun. That's one that I want to check out too. I've heard like yeah, surprisingly took, cool things about Chicago. Took it off the schedule. Let's hope we get it back. Are you going to come to Coda this year? Come join me. Yeah. What is the date on that? No, oh, I got the schedule that. right here. Coda, Coda. So I know it's like in the summertime. It's May twenty third. Mm, oh, dude, that is going to be a hard one. Why? So I re- I recently found out I'm going to the Coke six hundred, and that Coda is the weekend before the Coke six hundred. Damn, so my buddy so you're not gonna come visit me. I see. Well, I I definitely can try. No, I see how it is. It's cool. That's cool. No, you know, maybe I want I'll just to. call it Colton again. See if he oh wants my to lord. 
Shout out, Colt. All right, now I have <laughs> I have to come. I gotta figure. I I can definitely try to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I think it's my buddy. Literally, one of my good race buddies. Shout out, Nathan. He um, he's been talking. We've been talking about going Coke Six Hundred the last couple of years with COVID and all that stuff. Uh, and he was like, "Dude, I really want to go Coke Six Hundred this year." And I was like, "I don't know, man. I'll see. Like, I don't know." And then that tickets just went on sale this week, and he was like. We're going Coke 600, and they like send me a thing. He's like, I bought. Is that tickets. supposed to be like a good race to go to, or you just wanted to go well, to it's a, a 600? It's a, or... I've never been to Charlotte. I've never been to 600. Mm-hmm. It's a Crown Jewel race. Right. We're, we've been talking about like, hey, let's knock it off. It's a Crown Jewel race, and so he's like, let's go. Or like, I know. We're going. I know. Like celebrities go to that race. That's like a big race. Well, that's the thing. It's whole, it's they're only letting thirty percent fans in that's or true. something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they get these numbers, but. Um, I definitely. Look, I need to look up some some plane tickets. I don't. I haven't flown in years. Well, it doesn't I make was, work. I also. I, also I was waiting, but I guess time. I'll just announce it now. Um, that I am coming to visit you in Atlanta. The Atlanta oh, race. I didn't know you were gonna drop it on the show. Yeah, boy. yeah. I was gonna wait, but I was like, dude, I'm trying to get you to Austin, so I gotta. Oh, oh, now, now I gotta leverage. pull that one out. Yeah, yeah. Oh so shit! I'm gonna dude, go stay with Dakota. Yep, I already got the plane ticket. We got the sent you the money, right? You got the money yeah. for the ticket. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're so all we're good. good. Coming we're in good. Friday, we got double header Saturday, racing on Sunday. Yep. Uh yeah. And dude, the weather here, like I think spring's coming early because the last two days here have been absolutely amazing. It was 78 degrees sunny today. It was like 75 yesterday. It's just been amazing weather. And I'm like, if we're already getting this weather by the end of March, we should be looking good. Well, with my luck, we'll probably get it rained out, but uh, well, I got rain jackets, so yeah. We'll either way, a, we'll have a good time in Atlanta. It's gonna be a lot beer, of fun. We're gonna make a lot of cold. content. Yeah, we're gonna be putting out a lot of content from Atlanta, doing a lot there. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Hope you're gonna show me a good time, man. Bump, bump me on up. I was telling my wife tonight. I was like, I was like, yeah, my you know my buddy's coming from Atlanta. He's coming in from Texas. I was like, you know, he's, he's gonna come with us for the whole weekend. I was like, thought about like going and doing stuff for the weekend. You know when we're not at the track i was i was telling her i was like where should we, where do you think we should go should we go here or go there and i was like well, if he's coming you know i want to show him good time we're definitely not going there because <laughs> <So I was, laughs> i was already trying to plan our weekend like some fun stuff we should do yeah but that's what i'm saying you got to come to austin then so we can yeah yeah a little bit i, I can definitely make it work literally the only thing that'd be hindering me would be work but i think like our summertime's a slow time i can probably make that work it's the end of may all right so that, i've never been to a road course race either so that's something cool I think now's a good time to take an intermission and then we'll do our tradition of chugging a beer. So let's go grab beers. Be right back. All right, pause. All right, and we're oh, back. Lord. We're back hey. from break. Um, by the way, before we get into this, I just want everyone to know that Dakota here was looking up tickets to join me in Coda and he said why is this track in austin selling georgia admission tickets <laughs> oh go to hell <laughs> that's i swear to god he said what is georgia admission it's general emission it's the abbreviation <laughs> but just so everyone's aware i was um, reading before i was thinking yeah that happened damn so, you i had to share that that Burning was insane me. all right so yeah. we got fresh beers hey freshies yep we accidentally cracked them off, off awesome. camera. Sorry, everybody, but just cracked these guys. I'm trying to let it warm up a little bit. Warm up? If we're going to chug them. 
Dude, it's so hard. We play a, we like when golfing. We play this drinking game sometimes, mm-hmm. and if you me- if you mess up, you got to chug your beer. And we were playing. And it was like January, and it was like thirty degrees out. I don't know why we were. Golfing, what would mess we, up consist of? Because I would be chugging a lot of beers. I love golf. Yeah, I play golf. We, fairly dude, regularly, I'm, but I'm, I'm still very not new good. at golf. But it's so fun. But we do like you know, if if you chunked your tee box, if it didn't, if it went ten feet off the tee box, you could either take a shot or shotgun a beer. And um, like, or you, like we did unlimited mulligans for if you you had to take a shot though. Okay. Like for every for every mulligan, you had to take a shot. So like, like if you we were if you don't we tee taking, past the women's tees, the, yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. We'd be like, all right, shotgun a beer, chug chug the rest of your beer. Or like if you swing and miss, that's a you got a drink. Ooh, and then like a... we were doing like if uh if you double bogey, that's a drink. You know how if everybody we, if, has like the you know the 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 joke, the uncle in the cabin story or whatever. My uncle's story was when I played with him and I didn't hit past the ladies' tees. And he's like, well, you got to play this whole, this entire whole pants down. Dude, I've heard, I've heard. Yeah, and I was like, what? No. And he's like, that's a rule. You have to do it. So I had to play with my dick out the entire (laughs) Oh my God. I did it. Yeah, everyone's like, like, you got to call my bluff. I'm doing it. Damn, that makes me want to be like, well, when you come, we should go play golf. But then I'm like, ah. I don't like. I just got like a little starter set of clubs, and I gotta pay to get my clubs out there. Hell no. Well, no, I meant like I'll, I'll I'll get you some clubs. Okay, if you give me clubs, I'm totally down to go play golf. I love playing golf. Yeah, I got this like little rundown course down the road. It's okay. Nice. It's fun. They they got like laid back. Like you you can play and pay and do whatever the hell you want. Pretty much. They're out just here, like, hey, don't drive on the greens. Out here, it's probably like 30 minutes away. Um, Willie Nelson owns a golf course out in the oh, whole country. Shit. Yeah. And you walk in and into the clubhouse. It's a trailer, yeah. and it literally <laughs> just smells like marijuana because they're That's smoking weed cool. in there. Yeah, like yeah, it's not legal in Texas, so I don't know why oh. they're so open about it. But they're just smoking joints and shit in the That's clubhouse. Funny. Yeah, and they sell merch. I have a shirt. It's pretty dope. Um, hey, is Willie here? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, his ranch is on like on the course. That's why he built oh, the course. Oh, cool. There. Yeah, That's like cool. it's behind his ranch. And um, it's pretty much no rules. It's only a nine-hole course, but you can play it as many times as you want for one I feet. got you. And they yeah. don't sell balls or anything, but they have uh, a trough, like a tank for cat for cattle that's just filled yeah. with, like, random balls. And they're like, just grab a bunch, however much you need, every Damn. nine holes around. That's pretty just cool. Grab them out of there. Yeah. And there's, like, no rules. So you'll be playing behind – I played behind a guy – um and only shorts no shoes no shirt and had his dog with him in the cart because they have that's carts cool. there yeah um and then behind us was a bachelor party of like 19 guys oh because there's no like limit on how many yeah and they were just blaring music like fucked up yeah this one's not that laid back yeah this one's like, insane like you can do whatever you want um yeah. actual golfers hate it i love it it's my favorite golf course yeah that sounds fun as hell all right let's get to it you ready hey well, cheers. Getting too old for this shit. Hey, yeah. All right. Mine's way too cold. Yeah, baby. Uh, no, mine's not, mine's not empty. Still the <gasps> champ. Still the champ. You are forever champ. Any co-host that wants to come on here and challenge me, more than welcome. Dude, I have a buddy. Same buddy about 600 tickets. Oh, God, it's cold. And he doesn't drink beer at all. 
but like if we're at a party and we're like, hey, he's shotgun a beer, he'll right. do it. And he is like, like literally, like he could go to one of those contests. He can shotgun a beer in like half a second. I'm pretty I'm good like, at shotgun a beer. So I might be able dude, to beat him. He's really good. And he doesn't really like drink. He doesn't like party drink or nothing. Like he'll, he'll drink a little, little bit of liquor or something, but he can shotgun a beer fast as hell and he doesn't even drink beer. That was my trick in college was how <sighs> fast I can shotgun beers. And I don't do it anymore. So, like, to be fair, if I tried to now, probably hurt a little bit. Um, but I used to do it in Talladega, like on the boulevard. Oh, night. yeah. My friends would be like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like, hey, I bet we got a buddy that can beat any of your fastest guys. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> one one time all I had was the tall boy, and this guy was real cocky. And oh, I was like, God. dude, I'd whoop your ass. Blah, blah, blah. I I was like, dude, you know what? I'll do the tall boy. Let's go. I still beat him with my tall boy. Bring him to me. Just saying. That's badass, dude. Oh, yeah. So, y'all talking- it is badass. That's why I told the story. I want you to think that I'm cooler than I am. Um, so I can still wrap up the show. To like find our way back to NASCAR somehow. Uh, We've gone down a bunch of rabbit holes. (laughs) This is the this is the problem with having you on. So unorganized. We need we need like segments. We need an itinerary, but still, it's fun. It's good conversations. Yeah, I hope people enjoy listening to our conversations. the The views have been pretty good. So, what I wanted to talk about was biggest surprises right now in the point standings. Oh boy. Have you have you looked at these? You can pull them up if you need to. I got you right here, dog. Uh, I mean, we can all without so, a doubt. So I'll just kind of go down the list real quick for our listeners. Number one, right. Danny Hamlin. Number two, Joey Lucano. Number three, Kevin Harvick. All right. One, two, and three. Not surprising in any season for the past five years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are very normal uh, to see. Mm-hmm. But here's where things start to get a little weird. Um, yeah. Number four, Christopher Bell. Number five, Chase Elliott. Makes sense. Number six, Michael McDowell. Number seven, Ryan Priest. Number eight, Kurt Busch. Number nine, Austin Dillon. And number 10, Brad Keselowski. So I'll just read through the top 10 there. Um, yeah, we can go further down, cards. but are there any there's some that. There's wild cards in there. Yeah. I mean, shout out Michael McDowell, dude. You, I mean, yeah, the 500 was kind of crazy. Like, who would have ever saw him winning? But uh, comes back, has a shitty start to last week's road course racing, comes back to the top 10, solidifies himself in the top six, which, I mean, how long is that going to last? How long are his good runs going to last? But very, very great start for that team. Mm-hmm. Ryan yep. Priest, unchartered in seventh. I mean, 
Ryan, I'm, I really don't care about Ryan Priest, but, you know, for them to be like, hey, we sold our charter, we've got to qualify for these races, and then boom, boom, two top tens, that's freaking awesome. And that's great views for sponsorship dollars and, you know, like, hey, we're here to play. Uh, I mean, Austin Dillon, Brad Kozlowski, they've been solid. I don't – not surprised there. Uh, another thing, Cole Custer's P11, you didn't get to mention, but, like, mm-hmm. right. uh, but Cole Custer, that's really good for him, P11. That's And then as you go down to the top ten, there's some surprises, which always the beginning of the season is kind of like, you know, there it's boom, boom, boom. You know, whoever has right. some yeah, good yeah. starts is up there, and it'll people will move up. That's and why come I didn't down. want to go too far down because I'm like at this point, yeah. We, but there's uh, nothing. like we were saying, like once you get a home set and start clicking off some of the West right, Coast, right. And the next stuff, four races I think are gonna you'll help see strange, But it doesn't hurt to start at the top. I mean, no. if you if you're already getting yourself, I mean, you can only drop back so much. I mean, I mean, after the Daytona 500, Austin Dillon was the points leader. Yeah, that, dude. That I, surprised that me. That just goes to show um, every freaking point matters. And then, of course, Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace had to be like back-to-back, of course, because why not? Yeah. Just, you know, the storyline there. But I would say looking at it, obviously, there's a lot of wild cards here. And obviously, you can say Christopher Bell at number four is the biggest surprise. That's yeah, an easy that, one. Hey, wins, say, dude. Wins are important. Well, yeah, you could say Michael McDowell at six is the biggest surprise. But what I'm going to say is Ryan Priest at seven is the biggest surprise because the other two actually had wins. And with only yeah. two races, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Ryan Priest, where the fuck did he come from? Just consistency, dude. I think he got to get stage points in Daytona. And, uh, I mean, had a really great top ten run there. Super quiet. I mean, he was there, and they, I don't even remember him really Has he done anything him. the past two seasons? Because wasn't it his rookie season was two seasons ago. He he so, had yeah. some like mediocre runs in Xfinity, and then he took the deal. He took his sponsorship money, and I think he had six races with Gibbs, and I want to say 2018 in Xfinity with Gibbs, and he won like two of the races in the 20 car, and it was like the part timer car, and they were like, "Oh my God, Ryan Priest can drive," but right. Gibbs didn't. Gibbs didn't have anywhere for him, so. Uh, I can't remember. I think he ran a full-time season for him in Xfinity, maybe after that. But then, um, whatchamacallit, JTG was like, hey, dude, we got a seat. Boom. Come drive our 37 car. And last year, he was trash. I mean, he had some runs, but he had super bad luck. I remember. I think he wrecked like eight weeks in a row. He had like eight DNFs in a row. I mean, the year before that, I think he was even worse. Because yeah, two years ago, I think, was his rookie season. Yeah. And, and I, um, I just remember as the worst – rookie of the year competition i could remember because it was daniel hemrick and ryan priest neither one did anything yeah. all season and daniel yeah. hemrick won R.I.P. rookie daniel of the year hemrick. and literally before he won rookie of the year he already lost his ride they already announced that he lost his ride yeah and then they awarded him rookie of the year and i was just like dude that is yeah. insane he's a kind of rookie of the year lost his ride um ryan priest didn't even beat daniel hemrick for rookie of the year i'm just I don't know where this is coming yeah. from. I didn't expect this. It's like he can drive, but it's like he always had like a dark cloud over him. And I mean, he's in yeah. the 37 car. I, I think he just really had the race two races go his way. I like to see it for, you know, underdog, but I mean, I don't, I don't expect him to be a contender or be up there much longer. No, I wouldn't either. Um, also kind of a surprise there for me, at least was, Brad Kislowski, I feel like, is a guy that has been kind of slipping the past, like, three seasons. I mean, he used to be, like, a championship contender 
Brad Kozlowski. You know what I mean? Well, he was in the he was in the Final Four last year. A That's very true. quiet season. No, he had four wins last year, but they were all kind. Of, they weren't races. They were, well, new, I think there was a couple races he battled hard and had the fastest car. But like Bristol Spring Race fell in his lap. Chase Elliott, Joey Logano wreck. Right. And he had some wins just like line up for him, and he very quietly just was in the Final Four. And um, uh, he didn't do shit at Phoenix really. I mean, he was there, but. He wasn't really, or I guess, well, I think he finished like second, actually. However, majority gone. I can't remember, but he definitely had a he had a tear, or he almost won the Daytona 500. So then he finishes wherever, but then he wrecked like eight times last week and still came back and finished top five. Right. Yeah, and so, he, he's a guy for some reason that they always rumor Penske like dropping. Yeah, like well, everybody too is like it's almost like he's the black sheep of Penske. Yeah, he was like he was the lead ship there, and then. Joey Logano's really been stringing along, and then now you have Ryan Blaney coming up, and it's almost like they're like, hey, old man, hit the road. And it's like everybody's like they, – they suspected him to go to Hendricks this year, last yeah, year. Yeah, that was the big move that I yeah, I thought gonna was going to happen. Five. I was like, I could see it. I mean – Yeah. And then and then he's not a, appreciating him, I guess. Well, the big know. deal is he only signed a one-year contract this year. Right. So, I mean, one-year contracts usually like, you know – they only signed you for a year. Where, well, you know, are you going to sign another year next year, or where are you going like, after this? Yeah, maybe retirement's coming soon. I don't know. Well, well, he's still. I think he's not even forty yet. No, like he's. I think he's like thirty-eight. Look, let's look at him. Really? Is he still yeah. that young? I feel like he's been in the league for so long. He has. Well, I think 09 was when he um he won that Talladega race with Carl Edwards. Yeah. yeah so I'm like he's right. he's only been racing like eleven years. Yeah. Brad Kozlowski, quiet champion. He's 37. 37. Yeah. Yeah. I like Brad. I always said if, like, I hadn't been a diehard longtime Kevin Hart fan, like if I'd been coming up a little later or something, I could have been a Brad Kozlowski fan. In terms of merchandising, Brad Kozlowski is the best fan yeah. to be a part of. You get no, all like the number two. That's a, do- that's a dope yeah. logo. Miller like yeah. everything. Yeah, I could have been a Brad K fan. And yeah. I like his driving style. Like, He's been in some fisticuffs. He's had some drama go on, like, and he's won a championship and he's won some damn races. A lot of people hated uh, him when he started. Yeah, he's yeah, a very a hated driver. Well, was another thing. He came up through um, junior motorsports. Remember, he raced the eighty-eight Navy right. in the Nationwide Series. Uh, I mean, I've always kind of liked Brad Kay, but I I never really got to hitch to his trailer. Yeah, we'll see how he does. Hopefully, he can step it up this year. Um, I mean, yeah, it seems like Pensy's kind of putting all their eggs in the Ryan Blaney basket. Obviously, Joey Logano, that's a whole other thing. That's Joey Logano's job security is, you know, God. Yeah, level. No, he'll he'll never ever. Right. But it, yeah, it seems like Pensy's kind of like moved full on. Like we're back. I in think Ryan the, Blaney. they're getting on the Austin. Brad they're getting on the Austin Cindric man. Like I could see Brad filing maybe like another one year deal next year. And then Austin Cindric will be in the 21. And then maybe after that, you know, he either retires or goes somewhere else and Austin Cindric goes to the two. Because the thing with Ryan Blaney, and I know there's a lot of Ryan Blaney fans out there that are, are they already hate me, so I don't really care. The thing with Ryan Blaney <laughs> is he's a good driver that'll never win a championship, ever. Uh, yeah, almost like Denny Hamlin-esque. Like, he's no, not even as race. good as Denny Hamlin, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I like Ryan Blaney. I like his swagger, but then he's always got these fucking random ass sponsors that I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And uh, Ryan Blaney, he, he's a competitive driver. He's a good driver. I just don't. And look, he's young, so this is a big. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm guessing here, but I don't think he'll ever win a championship. I don't know if he'll ever 
maybe he'll compete for a championship. I don't know. It's just, I think there's a lot of young talent coming up that might already be ready to like surpass him soon. Yeah. And he well, just hell, couldn't keep up with Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott just took off. So the thing is, dude, like they're starting all these kids so young at like 19 and 20 and shit that like Joey Logano has been racing for like 13 years now in the Cup right. Series. Right. And he's only like 32. I know. It seems like forever and, ago. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, well, back in the day, these dudes were like 50, 55, 60 racing the Cup Series. Well, now like 37 is old. You're the old guy at 37 racing in the Cup Series. And it's like 32's the veteran. Chase Elliott's been right five, six seasons. He's a champion and a veteran, Chase Elliott. And I'm I'm older than him. And it's yeah. like, dude, like same. What, it's it's <laughs> kind of right. it's it's kind of crazy. William Byron, he's he's on like his third or fourth season. Alex Bowman. I mean, these guys have been racing for years now, and they're all still in their twenties. And something that I find interesting as well is like NASCAR, I think the more I've watched it too, especially recently with the younger drivers is a sport that requires a lot of maturity. I think you really have to spend a lot of years like perfecting your craft. And so for all these teams to go like all in on these really young kids. Yeah. It's like, this is going to take like 10 years to pan out, like to see yeah. these guys actually, you know, become Dude, Joe Logano as good is as they are. The best example of that. I mean, yeah. Oh, he's the best thing. Mark Martin likes them him in the 20 car and i mean he was mediocre at best they gave him a rain out win he won a pocono race and then they gave him the boot like anybody in the 20 car until now our savior christopher bell <laughs> anybody in 20 car was getting the boot and the joe logano goes to 22 revamps his whole idea mentality image finally gets you know some wins under his belt boom champion and joe logano is a contender week in and week out now but he yeah, went once kyle bush is gone joe logano is gonna be the Kyle Bush, the guy that is there every single weekend, ready to win, ready to win a championship every single year. Because yeah. like you said, he's still really young. You kind of forget because he's been around he was, for so long now. But He's off to a great start, was leading the last lap in the 500, and he was com leading coming to the white at the red course. Two completely different races. Did he? He came in right before Austin Dillon and Kyle Larson, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think like a year or two. I can't, though. I can't but it was like it was, like it was year, close. All those guys. It was I early teens, or because those were the the young gun. That was the young gun then, and now it's completely yeah. shifted. It's funny to think that those guys were the young guns back then. <clears throat> yeah, I remember, I remember little thing. little Joey. Yeah, so does Tony I can't Stewart. His rookie. <laughs> I'm gonna beat his ass. Yeah, poor Joey, man. I'm gonna spank his ass. Joey's rookie year was 2009. Oh, okay. So what he's, I mean, 12 year, 12 year veteran. I was closest 13. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's still that and Joey's like 31. I know he's, he's just a year or two older than me. Yeah. He's right around my age, man. How depressed does that make you? Joey's 30. <laughs> how depressed does that make you? <laughs> yeah. And he's a champion millionaire. Yeah. Like shit, man. But you know what that's I always do is I always just like push it off on my parents. Like that's y'all's fault, man. Y'all should have raised me better, yeah. I guess. <laughs> just push everything off on my parents right i could have been a nascar driver yep it's y'all's fault that's a mistake <laughs> i make well Damn, boy yeah i think that wraps up this episode um hey miami I'm boy going we don't, miami. We're, we're going to miami dude i can't wait homestead's a great track it doesn't have that championship-esque after 
you know, they'd moved it, but it's still a badass track. You got low line, high line is king if you can run it and stay out of the wall. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be a good race. I hope the package works well with it. Uh, everyone's calling Kyle Larson, but let's see if he can bring it. Yeah, I liked your point that he hasn't ran this package yet, so we'll see. Yeah, it might work. It might. He might run 10th. So, yeah, um, I wish I knew who the next co-host was at this point. It's kind of up in the air. We'll see if I can Well, your get... buddy had to work, man. Give him another shot. Um, yeah. I'm always here to fill in if you need me. Uh, oh, shit. We'll bring it. Hey, a couple more weeks, you're going to be in Atlanta. We, uh, we can do a live episode. We can do live content. We'll bring in the heat. Yeah, y'all are going to see me in Dakota's little corner there in a couple weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah, we can spin it out. Tearing down all the number four stuff. The Kevin, Yeah, the Kevin Harvick Shrine. Yeah, this is only like a little smidget of it, too. You can't oh, see this. Oh, God. I'm going to no, throw, throw up. I'm in my little man cave, what I call it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, um, Dakota, thanks for coming on again, saving the show. We're ready for Miami. We will hey. talk to y'all, I guess, after the Miami race and um, do Colton. And we'll say, what, like, subscribe, follow. Hey, shout out, share Gating Podcast, your boy, Rattlesnake, <laughs> Dakota Drake for like, subscribe, comment down below. It's going down. We're going to bring you content all year. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. We're going racing, baby. Dakota had that written down, by the way. For everybody, <laughs> oh. like an audio, he was reading that <laughs> off the paper. Just so you know, he was prepared for that. Damn it, boy. All right. Thanks again, man. All right. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.